Hey guys, and welcome to the Fitness Formula with your host, me, Justin Lewis. Um, this is the first ever episode of my podcast, and uh, I thought, what better place to start than with kind of my origin story, how how you know this podcast got started, and really how my gym got started, and, and give you the overall background. So, um, you know, basically. You know, the story starts back when I was a young trainer and I was uh, I was just trying to figure out how to succeed in the fitness industry. And, um, you know, at the time, I really wanted to build a career in fitness doing what I loved because um, I really didn't want to work at a desk, work at nine to five. That just didn't feel like me. And as a trainer from early on, I really wanted to help people who had given up on themselves you know, whether it was they'd given up on being healthy or fit or whether they are athletes who had just kind of given up on their, their goals as athletes. My real goal was to help people who were kind of at the end of their rope. And so the thing is, the first client I ever got, I still can't believe this is the first client I ever got. Uh, I was struggling big time. Uh, it was a guy named Dan and Dan was about 80 pounds overweight. He had you know, two knee replacements, he had two shoulder surgeries, um, and he had one open heart surgery. And, you know, he was, he was a mess. And, uh, you know, I, I was really struggling, like everything I did with him didn't seem to work. And that, that basically meant that I wasn't able to help someone who had given up, which was my whole goal from the, from the start. And, uh, and uh, that meant I, I really wasn't able to impact anyone's lives life in a, in a meaningful way, which as I'd said was like, that was kind of why I started. So it was pretty discouraging. Uh, and so to make things worse, you know, I, I really felt bad because, um, I just couldn't make any progress with him. And I, and I felt horrible because, you know, you know, he'd work out, we'd do stuff and then he'd get hurt. And then he wouldn't be able to do anything. And then he'd gain more weight and that would put more stress on his joints and, you know, it was it just nothing was working. And, and uh, I really felt like a failure as a trainer and as a coach. And like I said, this is my first client. I was really kind of punched in the face. Um, and so the problem for Dan, you know, as I could see it at the time, was that he really needed to lose weight. You know, he needed to exercise. But it seemed like everything we tried ended up hurting him in some way. And so it was basically this catch-22 where... He needed to lose weight and get in shape because of his bad heart. Um, but all of that extra weight that he was carrying was stressing his joints, and that basically made exercise impossible for him. Uh, so after months of no progress, I remember I, I could tell Dan was about to quit. And that was really weighing heavy on me because I knew Dan quitting really meant that Dan was accepting that he was just going to live in pain and, and probably die young. And that, that really was, was tough for me at the time. And, and so I was really kind of desperately searching uh, for ways to help him. And, and then kind of by chance, something amazing happened. I, I ended up coming across um, what's called uh, corrective exercise. Probably the best discovery I ever made in my training career. And, and what we call now at, at Procore movement efficiency. Uh, which is basically all about how to take stress off the joints by identifying and targeting all the muscles that are either too strong or too weak or too tight. 
um, and, and basically that cause your body to move in ways that hurt you and, and cause pain or lead to injury. And so after I kind of started learning about that, it became crystal clear to me how to help Dan exercise uh, without aggravating his, jo his joints. Um, because I saw what was really causing his pain and his movement problems. That was what was really holding him back. And so he ended up doing really, really well after that. He lost the weight. You know, I haven't trained him in you know, 10 years. It's been a long time, but um, he was very successful. And, and uh, you know, and that's kind of where I learned that your, your standard diet and exercise uh, just often isn't enough. Uh, you know, you really need a movement efficiency plan as well if you're going to have a well-rounded and, and sustainable fitness game plan. And so um, as a result, I started applying movement efficiency with all my clients, whether they had pain or, you know, any symptoms or not. I just started incorporating it into everybody's plans. And after I did that, you know, I started seeing people who weren't in pain get crazy results that I, I really hadn't anticipated. Um, you know, like I remember my client, Mark, who was, you know, like 45 at the time, I want to say, um, and he'd had a serious neck injury and all of a sudden he was running six minute miles and he felt like he was 20 again. Uh, so I started to see some performance elements to it as well. And that's kind of when I realized that the secret to like lasting health and fitness, like the kind of fitness where you can have an active lifestyle forever, uh, was about getting your body to move well first. Like very often we jump into, you know, like you could think of it like a car, you know, your car needs good gasoline, needs good fuel, right? And you might want to supercharge the engine. But step one is like making sure you have a straight frame. And for most of us, cause life punches us around all the time, you know, we're walking around on a, or driving around on a bent frame. And your first goal is to straighten that frame out. Sure, you can put some better gasoline in it. That's good. But definitely don't start supercharging the engine because uh, you don't want to drive fast at first. You want to get everything straightened out. And so, you know, my plan at that point was I wanted to start creating strategies for every type of person I met. And, you know, basically include, you know, not just your diet and exercise, um, but really include the movement efficiency and find strategies for their exercise and their nutrition that were sustainable that they could do for a long period of time. Um, and so I, long story short, I started applying those strategies with, with my clients and was getting really good, good results. And like I said, I, I started to see that it was creating some interesting performance outcomes in like my older clients, 45, 55, 65 year old clients were, we're seeing performance. So I started to work with some high school athletes and um, all of a sudden I had, you know, high school football players who were, you know, kind of middle of the pack, not starters who within a season were, were uh, like all district players and guys end up getting scholarships. And so I started to see that there was some applications there. And then, you know, I ended up working with you know quite a few professional athletes and um, you know, guys like Des Bryant, when he broke his foot, I got to work with him and rehab him and get his frame straightened out, so to speak. And he was able to return to full function uh, the next season. And so it was really cool. And I started to get, you know, some media attention and all that good stuff. Um, but then there was a new problem, which was all of a sudden I had more clients than I knew what to do with, like personally. 
And I was the only person who could really apply these programs the way that I, I wanted them applied. And so I had all these people who really wanted to, you know, live a healthy, active lifestyle or want to maximize their potential. Um, and I just didn't have the capacity to work with everyone. And so you can imagine like how heartbreaking it is. Like I remember this lady, Denise, who was like, I'm struggling. I can't get down on the floor with my grandkids to play with them. And she's like in tears. And I had to tell her that, you know, I would call her as soon as I could open up some time uh, to work with her. But, you know, I just couldn't help her. And, and I ended up never being able to work with Denise. And, uh, you know, that was just, it was very upsetting. And, and so I ended up getting so frustrated with that, that I decided to kind of start finding ways to make this, you know, like reproducible, replicatable. Um, I wanted to make it really easy for other trainers to replicate the types of comprehensive programs that I was using with my clients. And so in a nutshell, that that's really how uh, we ended up starting my fitness center that we now call Procore Fitness. Um, my partner and I, we, we thought if we could create something that would make it possible for like normal people who spent their whole lives focused on, you know, building a family and building their career, but, um, you know, had neglected their health and their fitness in the process. Um, if we could find a way to make it for those people, uh, you know, help them have more energy, love the way they look and, and move and feel like they're young again, um, and make that affordable, then we'd be really happy. And so, you know, it didn't kind of pan out that way right out the gate. You know, it was a lot of struggles. And you know, after a few years um, of working 80 to 100 hours a week and, you know, making next to nothing because we had this new business, um, we finally really dialed in the formula for that. And that's what is now our small group training program. And as a result of really getting that dialed in, you know, now we've gotten all these cool awards like best gym in South Lake, number one gym in South Lake, and, you know, small business of the year and all that good stuff. Um, and that's because we really started training other coaches to use our systems. And uh, as a result of that, you know, we've had countless people's lives impacted. And um, what's really cool is like I've had the wives of people I didn't even train call me to thank me for like giving them the husband they married back and vice versa. Um, you know, I've had like one of my favorite success stories with Mary Jo, you know, she started 315 pounds and now she's down to 150 pounds and she's run over 15 marathons and she's never had an injury. And if you're a runner, you know how crazy that is. Um, you know, I've seen pro athletes like Des who thought their career were over and uh, have been able to make really incredible comebacks. Um, and then there's just random stuff. Like I had a guy tell me he'd gotten a promotion at work and he felt like he got that promotion because his confidence has gone up so much over the time he was working with us. Just being in the rhythm of setting goals and achieving them um, made a huge impact on me. He credited that to getting a promotion. Really cool. Um, but really at the end of the day, uh, you know, after kind of implementing these systems and creating Procore, um, I'm, 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 I look back to when I was a young trainer and I love that I, I'm not really having to worry anymore about how do I help this client? Um, because we've been able to build so many cool systems for helping so many different types of people. 
Um, and we've really been able to empower other coaches with those tools um, so that they could impact far more people's lives than I ever could have on my own um, because they're, they're really able to apply our kind of secret fitness system uh, to anyone who walks through our doors. And ultimately, you know, for me, that, that all that really means is that um, I'm able to maximize my impact in our little community here, which is just a fantastic community in Southlake. And, um, and that's really kind of lives up to our mission statement, which is to improve people's lives through fitness. So that's it. That's my story, guys. First ever podcast in the books. Stay tuned for more. I'm going to be podcasting daily and uh, I'd love to hear your feedback, but that's it. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you soon.